There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat. Or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the people's bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now here's today's life-giving message. Let's make our confession of faith together. Let's go. For God's glory, this is my best year yet to the word I'm about to hear. I believe, I obey, I manifest, and that settles it in Jesus' name. Amen. God, we are open. Bishop, why do you always pray that? Because that's what you always have to be. Come on, tell the Lord. Say, Lord, I'm open and I'm ready. Speak, Lord. Speak directly to me. Answer prayers. Give comfort. Give direction. Give protection. I believe I'm going to end this year strong. And I believe 2023 will be a record-breaking year for me. Jubilee in 2023. Worship God for your ending and your beginning. Come on, Wednesday. Worship God for your ending and your beginning. For the end of this year and the beginning of a new year. Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now watch me. Take your praise to the level of your expectation. If you don't expect much, don't praise much. But I don't know about you, but I'm expecting great things. I'm expecting great things. I'm expecting great things. So my praise has to be on that level. And I got angels that are fighting for me. And I've got angels that are fighting for me. Lord, we loose every angel assigned to our lives to bring everything to us that we need and to carry everything away from us that would do us harm. And we thank you that it is so. In Jesus' name. On your way to your seat, look at somebody and say, He is Jehovah Sabaoth. Jehovah Sabaoth. Online, I need you to share and type that in the screen. Type that in the comments, Jehovah Sabaoth. If not Sabbath, but Saboeth. Listen, we are in this series called Angels and Demons, and it's our Christmas series, like you've never heard, because we're talking about 
the supernatural that goes on behind the natural. Even Jesus being conceived, there were supernatural things that were happening behind the scenes. And on someday, I'm going to introduce you to the angel that God uses to interrupt your plans. But that's not where we're going tonight. Tonight, hear me, um, I taught you on Sunday, rather, that you have angels on assignment. Say, I have angels on assignment. Why? Isaiah 47 and 4 says, our Redeemer, whose name is the Lord of heaven's armies. Let's pause right there. It's not of heaven's army. It's of heaven's armies, which means God has more support for you in the supernatural than you could ever have in the natural. I'll see it if I can say it another way. You got way more going for you than you can see, which is why you can't look at what you do see. Why? Because your eyes lie. That's why the Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. There's a scripture that talks about how when Elisha is with one of his servants, he sees all of these uh, enemies that have come against him. But what he could not see is that there were angels that were around everything that was surrounding him in the natural that outnumbered what was going on in the, uh, uh, in the natural. Hear me. You've got more support in the supernatural than you do in the natural. I need you to lay your hands on yourself. Say, I have angel armies. Not just an army, which means whatever I need, there's an army that's assigned to it. And collectively, God is the God of angel armies, which means there's armies of angels to go get your money, armies of angels to get your opportunity, armies of angels for your healing, armies of angels to get your family together. Watch me. Armies of angels to help you get yourself together. I Say the God of angel armies. Now, now, this phrase, this phrase, um, the Lord of heaven's armies is also referred to in the scripture as the Lord of hosts. And that translates into this name of God, Jehovah Sabaoth. Now, this is important because many people are used to God as a father. You're used to God as a protector. You're used to God as, as, as all of those great things. But you need to know that our God is a commander of innumerable armies. Look at Hebrews 12 and 22. And innumerable armies angels in festal gathering pay attention to the verse 12:22. when do they gather for you 12:22. i need you to hear me the reason there's been so much going on in your life is because in the spirit there's been a gathering what you haven't seen is that god has been getting armies lined up ready to go to battle for you mm. i need you to hear me clearly tonight wednesday say the angels are gathering for me now, Psalm 103.20 makes this statement. Now, pay very close attention to this verse. Because for many of you, your angels have been in unemployment for years. You've never used them. You've never activated them. And that's because angels are voice activated. Look at the screen. Psalm 103 and 20. It says, you his angels, you mighty ones. Let's stop right there. Angels in, in, in pop culture, in modern culture, you see angels as these little fat babies with, with wings. You see angels as these, as, are these beings with wings and all that. I need you to hear me. I need you to hear me clearly. That is not, watch me, the proper way to view an angel. The scripture calls them mighty ones. I need you to hear me. Which means the angels God is assembling for you are no punks why because you're not a punk what do you mean by that bishop you are not some regular average somebody that gets scared every time something happens you're the type of person that was born let's see if you know who you are to rule and to reign and to conquer and subdue which means you can't have angels that are weaker than you 
God says, I've got angels and they are mighty, which means when they mess with you, that means those angels are about to stand up for you. The Bible records that he sent one angel into an Assyrian camp overnight one time and killed 185,000 of their enemies, which means God says, if I'm giving you not one angel, but I'm giving you armies of angels, I need you to know everything you need you got is in the spirit. Touch yourself. Say, everything I need, I have. It's in the spirit. Watch me. Psalm 103, 20. He says, you his angels, you mighty ones who do his commandments. Look at the last part of the verse. Obeying, read it with me, the voice of his word. Now, this is interesting language because it doesn't say obeying his voice. It says obeying the voice of his word, which means the angels are looking for clues that remind them of what he already said. What are you saying to me, Bishop? Is that you have to be careful that you're not letting crazy stuff come out of your mouth, but instead you're confessing what God has already said because your angels are waiting on you to say, and he makes all things work together. Why? Because that's his word. Your angels are waiting on you to say, and I'm healed from the top of my head to the soles of my feet because with his stripes I am But can I give you the next level of revelation? Every time you speak, the angels that are in your life, they are listening. Look at this scripture. It says, 1 John 4, 17, as he is, so also are we in this world, which means when you speak, the armies respond because they don't know the difference between you and him. Okay, let's back it up. Let me back that thing up. When you open your mouth and declare something in this world, the scripture says, as he is, so are we. Which means every time you open your mouth, the angels are waiting to be given command to go do something, not just hear you complain about something. Armies don't respond to complaints, they respond to commands. Come on, I need you to open up your mouth and say, every angel assigned to my life, bring me every breakthrough. The first 11 months deprived me of. Bring me every breakthrough. God has ordained for my life. In these last 10 days. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Run that. God, I wish I had faith in the building. Open your mouth, say, run that. Look at me. They do not respond to your complaints. They do not respond to your negativity. They do not respond to you thinking. They respond to you speaking. They do not respond to you hoping and wishing. They respond. Question, what commands have you given? What commands have you released? Or is the only thing that you say Complaints, negativity, woe is me. You got an army that could go run whatever you need. And yet you sitting up talking about, I don't know when it's going to happen. I'll tell you when it's going to happen. When I say it's going to happen, because I've got angel armies that are standing by saying, if you get a word, who be? Okay. I Come on, say Jehovah Sabaoth. So look at this. This word angel in scripture, it is in Hebrew, the word malak, where we get the book of Malachi, which means messenger. 
And in the New Testament, it is the word angelos, where we get Los Angeles, city of angels. And it means two things, a human or a heavenly messenger. Our guests helped you to understand that God gives you a man of God to be your uh, human messenger. And this is why in the book of Revelation, it says, unto the angel of the church at Thyatira, and to the angel of the church at this, and Ephesus, and so on, because he was referring to the man of God that was assigned to lead people. You got to hear me. Every time you come to church, every time you log on, you are literally getting an angelic visitation. Here's what's crazy. The Bible says you entertain angels unaware. Stop. You entertain angels unaware. Stop. You sitting here looking for answers when God has been speaking to you every Sunday, every Wednesday, every Monday, and you sitting up and saying, I just don't know what to do. It's an offense to God because you're entertaining angels unaware. But then secondly, it is a heavenly messenger. Say heavenly messenger. I talked to you on Sunday that angels move at the speed of light. Exodus 1.14. And the living beings moved rapidly back and forth like flashes of lightning. So once you give a command, it's not like they got to get their stuff together. Once you give a command, this is why I have you say so much in church. Because once you give a command, the Bible says they're going to move like a flash of lightning. Do me a favor, kill the stage lights for me. Do me a favor, kill the stage lights for me. Kill the stage lights for me. All right, I want you to see this. When the light goes out, somebody say, turn off the lights. So sometimes you're going to have dark situations in your life. And here's what regular folks do. It's dark. God, you know it's dark. God, why you don't, why you stop, why you always go to this, why is it so dark, I don't know, why you doing this to me, God, this is me, this is me, this is me, watch me, here's what you're going to do for the rest of this year and all of 2023, and I command every angel assigned to bring light to this situation, uh-uh, you missed it, you missed it, you missed it, you missed it, turn it back on, turn it back on, the darkness didn't argue with the light, when the light turned on, the darkness had to go. You sitting here arguing with debt, stop arguing with it. And I command every debt that's on your life, I release the angelic hosts that are assigned to your life to go cancel those debts. Open up your mouth, please. Say every angel assigned to my life, I release you now to cancel every debt. Some, see, bless me, bless me. I can tell some of you don't get it because you're just sitting there. You're not moving. So if your angels are moving and you're not moving, you're sending conflicting messages. And you want people to follow commands that, but you, that you don't demonstrate. You ready? So what, what you're doing is you're creating confusion in the spirit realm because you are commanding something that you are not helping support yourself. Okay. You ready? We're going to try this one more time. Now, listen, if you have that and you want to keep it, don't say nothing. I don't, I don't want you to do anything. I, I, I don't want you to do anything. I, you know, I want to pay it off. Great. You do that. But Deuteronomy 15 says at the end of every seven years, there should be a release. It ain't said nothing about paying off. Okay, you should read your Bible. I'm not saying be delinquent. I'm just saying tap into what he said. I'm not saying don't pay your bills. Pay your bills. I'm just saying, God said at the end of every seven years, well, 2023 is the end of a seven-year cycle. So I'm going to give you one more opportunity, watch me, to make this declaration. And for some of you, you're going to see just how fast it happens because you weren't expecting it, and you're going to see what happens when you begin to tap into what he made available. You ready? On three, if you if, don't do nothing, don't do nothing. 
if you're not serious, just sit there and look religious and look deep. But for the rest of us, every angel that's assigned to my life, I loose you to go cancel every debt. I loose you to bring me every contract, every opportunity, every business deal, every new stream of income. I make my living from my giving. Run that. And the Bible says like flashes of lightning, the angels are released. Let's go get your family. Say every angel assigned to my bloodline. Go get every family member, every relative that's not living for God. Go get them, snatch them up, get them saved and serving. Run that. And it's getting ready to happen. And it's getting ready to happen. Be seated. Let's go. They move like lightning. They move like lightning. Now pay attention. If when you speak, it's the same as if he speaks, I hope you're not sending them to do something crazy. What do you mean, Bishop? Well, I hope you're not using your angels to create your own destruction. Nothing ever works for me. And you're like, so should we go? Look, look at me. Look at me. Because some of you are like, this has to be supernatural, all of what I'm dealing with. Could it be that your own mouth is responsible? Because you loose your angels to go tear your stuff up. There's an angel we're not going to talk about tonight, but can I go? Somebody's pulling on me. Can I go? Watch me. There's an angel called the, the destroying angel. And he was literally loosed, watch me, whenever the people operated in rebellion, dishonor, and disorder. Could it be that, watch me, that your mouth has loosed your angels to tear your stuff up? Say they move like lightning. I, then I taught you, angels are sent by God for us. Hebrews 1.14. And not all the angels ministering spirits sent out by God to serve. This means accompany and protect those who inherit salvation. All right? Say, say my angels accompany me and protect me. I taught you on Sunday that they accompany you. This is why your, that car accident did not kill you. It could not kill you because you had angels that were accompanying you. Some of you, watch me, they were shooting and somehow you didn't get shot. Come on. Because the angels made sure that you were moving in the right way at the right. You laid down with somebody where you should have picked some up when you laid down with them. But y'all ain't gonna, y'all don't want to be real. But an angel stepped in and said, but I'm going to block this. I, they've accompanied you and they have protected you. Watch me. Which means for some of you, uh, what your angels do is when they accompany you, when people see you, they have an issue with you. And it's because they can sense what you can't see. They can sense what you cannot see. You don't see all of the angelic hosts that are around you, but they can sense it. This is why people will look at you and be like, there's something different about you. And you're like, and look, look, you try to play it down. Touch your neighbor and say, don't play it down anymore. You'll try to play it down like, oh, ain't nothing different about me. Oh, no, I'm cool. I'm cool. No, there is something different about me. I got, a, I got armies around me, and I wish you something. Uh, 
I wish you would try something with me. I got angels that are around me, and maybe it is you're uncomfortable around me because my angels can peep that you a whole snake. My angels can peep that you a whole demon. And so the issue you got with me is that my angels have picked up what maybe I haven't seen yet. So should they say they're, they're protecting you? Next, next. Angels encamp around you and rescue you. Psalm 37 and 4. It says the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him. And I talked to you on Sunday. To fear the Lord means to honor the Lord. This means you put him first in your time. That's faithful church attendance. This is why you don't play with that, whether you're online or in the building. You don't, you don't, that's nothing to be played with. Why? Because watch me, they only encamp around those who honor him or fear him. First in time, that's church attendance, talent, that's serving in church. Why is serving is important? Because you, look at me, for every person that serves, can I tell you, you don't know half the hill you were supposed to go through. You don't know what was supposed to kill you, but you were at church. I, you don't know what relationship was about to be your Ike and Tina situation, but God said, nope, your serving is going to protect you. You ready? Your time, your talent. I want to push some of you that don't serve to serve. You can serve in Denver. You can serve in Atlanta. You can serve online. I want to encourage you. Watch me. In your thirst. That's your prayer, praise, and worship. Why do you worship so much? Why do we pray so much? Because that keeps my angels encamping around me. That keeps them on their post. That keeps them on their Posts. Watch me. If praise and worship lacks in your life, prayer, praise and worship, because that's the Say prayer, praise, praise. worship. Praise. If that's lacking, then your angels are not going to be on their posts because you're creating an environment they're not used to. They are used to an environment that celebrates God. So when they come to your house and you celebrate everybody else but God, in your car, you got everybody else playing but God. Y'all ain't going to say that to me. They're not used to this environment. So your angels say, look, we can't be on post because you've not created an environment that we're used to. This is not what we're used to. Your treasure, that's faithful giving. Watch me. You don't get to rob the commander and expect the protection of the army. That's what the Bible calls, watch me, will a man rob God? Faithful giving keeps your angels on post. Watch me. For those of you who are like, I'm giving Bishop, and it just seems like I'm going through some different things. Let me tell you what that's called. That's called foreseed. Okay, I'm going to throw the mic. You ready? What does it mean? Bishop, I'm, I'm, I'm sowing, but it looks like I'm going through something financially. No, here, let me tell you what you're doing. Let me tell you, you're not looking at, look, look at the person next to you. So you're not going through financially. Say, what heaven is doing is extracting the additional seed that's necessary. Say, by force. Uh -uh. You pray to live at a certain level. So heaven said that requires seed at this level, which means, come in Mark chapter 10, verses 27 through 31, there's some things that are going to look like you lost them. You did not lose them. They were just forced seeds. You got that? Your testimony. That's inviting people to the Lord. How many people know the Lord because of you? So if you're not inviting the people to come to the God of the armies, of the angel armies, then why in the world would they be supporting you? That's like you talking about the army and trying to recruit for it at the same time. Like, that, that doesn't work. And while I'm on that, let me say that to some of you church people. Watch me. Some of the reason it's difficult for you to witness to people is because you're telling them business that ain't none of their business. You telling them church business, which really ain't church business, is you and one other person business. And so now you're trying to witness to them. And when you're trying to witness to them, they're like, I don't want to do, I don't want to do all of that. It's because you talk too much and you're talking about stuff that ain't got that ain't none of their business. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. I got the Holy Ghost. Right? 
Ask me. Time, everybody say time. Talent, everybody say talent. Thirst, everybody say thirst. Treasure, everybody say treasure. Testimony, everybody say testimony. The angels will stay on their post and encamp around you. You know what encamp means? It means when you're sleeping, they watch it. That's good to me. You, you know why you can sleep good? Watch me. Because can't nothing. You know why you're going to sleep good tonight? And some of you, this is going to be your first night sleeping good in a little bit. Why? Because the enemy trying to keep you stressed out, worried, and frustrated. It's because you're going to know you got some angels that are standing guard over you. Watch me. There are certain people that are they're not going to let them call you tonight because they ain't going to call you with no mess before you go. To, I, there are certain friendships that your angels are like, don't bring that over here right now. And you were asking, person, why didn't you come up? I don't know. I just felt like I didn't need to do that. I'll tell you what you felt. My angel said, say something. Say something. I will say something. You ready? They encamp. So when you're sleeping, they're guarding. <laughs> when you're driving, they're guarding. When you're in the interview, they're in the interview. When people are trying to talk about you in the room, the angels step in the room and silence some of the mouths in the room. When you've been thrown into a lion's den and everybody thinks they're about to tear you down and tear you up, the angels will shut. <laughs> Come on, open up your mouth. Say, say they encamp around me. They encamp around me. Watch me, watch me. But then the second part of the verse says, and he rescues each of them. Well, if they're encamping around me, why in the world would I need to be rescued? I showed you this on Sunday, that whenever you have dishonored God in one of those five T's and the angels have left their posts, God is so committed to you. Who couldn't love a God like this? He's so committed to you that he says, I can't let them in camp. And you get yourself into some stuff you ain't got no business getting involved to. And it looks like you're about to go down for the count. And right when it looks like you're about to go down, they watch me. You didn't even know you was about to fall. You didn't even know you were about to die. You didn't even know you were about to lose everything. But he's so committed to you. <laughs> I need you to open up your mouth and say, he rescued me. Yeah. Say it again Wednesday, he rescued me. <laughs> you didn't even know. You're just doing your thing. You're just walking, walking, walking. Watch me. And right when you think, watch me. Watch when you think he can't do you, he's going to send some angels because his armies from other places. This from somebody said, you got help coming from strange places. I don't know who I need to prophesy this to. Your biggest customer is going to be your former hater. I... Come on, I feel like giving God glory tonight. Open up your mouth, say, I got angels fighting for me. Let's go. Angels strengthen you. Angels strengthen you. Angels strengthen you. In Luke, look at the verse 22. Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane, which means pressing and blessing. He is sweating great drops of blood. It's a medical condition called hemotidrosis. It is when the capillaries and blood vessels begin to burst because of the stress and pressure that you're under. Um, I would surmise to say many people probably haven't been under that much pressure. You, many people probably haven't been under that much stress to where you're so stressed that your blood vessels are preemptively bursting in anticipation of what you're about to deal with. 
Jesus prays three times. He says, Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. What is the cup? The cup that I'm about to have to drink, which is the cup of a painful experience. Pay attention. Most Christians have never drunk from this cup because they want comfortable Christianity. And the moment it's painful or the moment it requires sacrifice or the moment it requires anything outside of your comfort zone, watch me, you stop drinking. But the problem is, is that if you stop drinking, watch me, then that's the end of your journey. Because on the other side of the cup is, watch me, you'll be given a name that's above every name. But if you don't drink from this cup, you will not walk in what God has ordained. I'm here to tell somebody, your pain has purpose. Let's talk. I'm here to tell somebody, your yes has a reward. Everything you sacrificed has not been in vain. Can I tell you, I need you to speak this over your life. Say, every angel assigned to bring my reward for everything I've sacrificed. I'm ready. Drink, 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 drink from this cup. He says, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, say nevertheless. nevertheless. Not my will, but yours be done. Pay attention. I, I don't want to do this. This is painful. Jesus, the Antipos, 100% God, 100% man. So much man you can't believe he's God, so much God you can't believe he's man. He says, this is painful. And and what really makes it painful is I'm about to do it for some unappreciative people. It'd be one thing if I did it for people who would say thank you, but these bastards won't even say that. Bastard means fatherless child. They won't even say that. I gotta beg them to worship me. I gotta beg them to serve me. I gotta beg. I'm the only one that's ever been there for them, and I got to beg them to do that. So what really makes this painful is that there's some people that would appreciate it, and I don't mind doing it for them, but it's these other ones. You ready? Watch me. He says, nevertheless, everybody say this tonight. Everybody say this tonight. Lift your hands and say it. Say, nevertheless, not my will, God. Your will be done in every area of my life. Nevertheless. Nevertheless. For those of you that have been fighting your yes, I need you to stand on your feet in this building, stand on the feet at, on your feet at home, and I need you to lift your hands and let the Lord know that you are giving him your total yes tonight. Your total yes tonight. Your total commitment tonight. You ain't going to be back and forth, slipping and sliding over here, over there. No, you get my total yes tonight. On three, I need you to go old school with your hands lifted, and I need you to just tell him, yes, Lord, one, two, three. Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. Tell them again. Say, yes, Lord. You have my complete submission. Tell them you have my complete submission. Be seated. Why did you have to do that? Because verse 43 requires that. Then the angel appeared from heaven to strengthen him. Look at me. Out of nowhere... Strength appears. Here's what you pray for. God, give me the strength to say yes. I'm not. You will say yes, and then I will give you strength. You will feel weak until I have your yes. You will feel powerless until I have your yes. You will struggle until I have your yes. I am not giving you strength until I have your yes first. 
You ready? Look at me. Look at me. Jesus says, nevertheless, not my will. Three times he prayed this, which means there's, watch me, there's some things in life that are so big, the enemy keeps you on, the, on this teeter-totter. I'm in, I'm out. I'm doing and I'm not. I'm in, I'm out. I'm doing, I'm not. I'm fired up, I'm not. I'm here, I'm there, everywhere, everywhere. And the reason you go back and forth because the enemy wants to keep you in that place until he's gotten you to the point to where it's too late because you don't have the strength for your yes. Look at your bloodline. Look at the people. Look at me. Look at the people who, by the time they want to give him yes, please talk to me tonight. And I need you to touch somebody close to say, that will not be your story. Oh, no, your story goes just like this. And you gave God your yes. And so what happens? Verse 43, then an angel appeared out of nowhere and gave you strength. Touch your neighbor's shoulder. Say, strength is coming. Come on, Facebook, type and say, strength is coming. Come on, YouTube, type, strength is coming. Come on in the app, say, strength is coming. Why your shoulders? Your shoulders represent your strength. Touch somebody else's shoulder. Say, strength is coming to you right now. Out of nowhere. Quick, fast, in a hurry. Strength is coming to Only submission brings strength. Only submission brings strength. Only submission brings strength. And many Christians, this is, the, this is the number one prayer request Christians have. Lord, give me strength. reason you don't have it is because he hasn't gotten your submission. And you don't get to reverse his order. Look at me. He's not going to give you the strength to say yes. You're going to have to say yes. And once you say yes, he's going to come and say, now look, everything you need, I'm going to give you the strength to do that. I know you touched two people. Touch a third person because it's verse 43. Touch a third person. Let's touch them on the shoulder. Say, strength is coming quickly. You were wore out earlier today, but you're going to wake up Thursday like, this is the day that the Lord has made, and I shall rejoice and be made. Let's go. Let's go. Look at this next one. I taught you this. That angels, um, angels protect and lead you. Exodus 23 and 20. Look at the verse. Exodus 23. This is your 2023. See, I am sending before you your January, your February, your March, your April, your May, your June, your July, your August, your September, your October. Say my 2023 army of angelic hosts. I loose you into the year ahead of me. You ready? You ready? See, I'm sending an angel before you to protect you on your journey and lead you safely to the place I have prepared for you. Which means God says, I've already laid out a plan. People always talk about God's plan, God's plan, God's plan. Most people have no clue what they're talking about. Because he doesn't tell you the plan. He doesn't tell you the plan. Why? That's above your pay grade. That's none of your business. 
not business. You gotta, that's none of your business. He's God, you're not. He's the commander, you're the soldier. I don't have to tell you where we're going. It's only your responsibility to follow me. See how quiet it got? See, that's real faith. Real faith is God's like, come on. Okay, where are we going? I, you're asking me way too many questions. You're asking me way too many questions. But I just want to know. You don't need to know. He says, I have prepared a 2023 for you that's going to be jubilee and that's going to be record-breaking. Watch me. Watch me. And the angels assigned to your 2023, they're going to lead you safely. Pay attention. Now, here's what you may think. You may think it's going to be linear. What does this mean? It's just going to be a straight line. This is why, watch me, I need angels because sometimes it's going to be like this here. They're going to pull me way over here. Why? Because they can see there's something over there that they got to protect. They got to protect you from Facebook. They got to protect you from YouTube. So they're going to snatch you all the way over here, then bring you up. And it's, you're going to think that you're backtracking. You're not backtracking. They're just making sure that everything you were supposed to get from. They're going to make sure you get to your destination safely. Why? Because God says, I have prepared a year for you that eye hasn't seen and ear hasn't heard. Neither has it entered the heart of man. And I got angels that are about to lead you. Touch somebody on the shoulder and say, your 2023 is going to be record breaking. Verse 20. Two. And he said, Bishop, why do you keep pointing out these numbers? Because there's something called gamachia, which is the study of the biblical and spiritual significance of numbers. Two is the biblical number of witness. Whenever you see a repeating number, that's a pattern. Patterns establish principles. So um, all of these verses about angels, it was amazing to me that they all, most of them have twos. Two is the biblical number of witness. Okay, that's not coincidental. That is the very significance and the nature of gematria, which says there's something significant about this. One, the biblical number of unity. Two, the biblical number of witness. Four, the biblical number of creativity. Five, the biblical number of grace. Six, the biblical number of man. Seven, the biblical number of completion. Eight, the biblical number of a new beginning. Nine, the biblical number of a birthing. Ten, the biblical number of divine perfection. Eleven, interestingly enough, right after perfection, there's dysfunction. And then 12, the number of foundation, which means God will use dysfunction to both perfect and ground you. You ready? So, 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 so look. So verse 22, but if you are careful to obey him and following all my instructions. Wow. Let's read that verse again, class. But if you are careful to obey him, following all my Let's try this side. But if you are careful to obey him, following all my instructions. See, some of you, 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 want, you want a level of interaction with God, listen to me, that he never, ever promised. You know how many times he spoke to Mary who would birth him? He never did. He sent Gabriel. And he said, go tell her this once. I'm going to give you one message that's going to speak for the next 30 years of your life. 
I'll come over here. I'm going to give you one word, Mary, that's going to cover your next 33 and a half years because that's how long Jesus is going to. Some of y'all, watch me. God is like, you want a new word? You ain't done nothing with the one I gave you. He says, then I will be an enemy to your enemies and I will oppose those who oppose you. Now, this is interesting because God says, I am tying this thing to your ability to obey instructions. Can I get you to lift one of your hands and say, Lord, give me the ability to obey instructions. <laughs> your obedience will determine what you obtain. I'll say it another time. Your obedience will determine what you obtain. I'll say it a third time. Your obedience will determine what you will obtain. Abraham, go sacrifice your son. The one that you said you're going to give me? Yep. The one that we've waited for all these years? Yep. The one that we thought we'd never get? Why are you still talking? I'm a commander. Follow the command. Abraham takes him up. They're going up the mountain. Father, where are we going? Going to worship, son. Where's the sacrifice? I don't see the lamb. Abraham, watch me. Abraham says God will provide. See, you want to know why Abraham is called the father of the faith? Because of that statement right there. He said, I don't really know. Because I can't tell you what he told me because it's going to scare you. And for some of you who you're over something or you're the leader of something, sometimes you can't tell everybody everything. It's only their job to follow the instructions, but they can't be told everything. Some of you parents, you just need to tell, come on, let's go. We're not talking about this. Let's go. I can't tell you all of the details, Abraham or, or, or Isaac. I just need you to follow me. Where's the sacrifice? God will provide. The Lord will provide. So they're walking up the mountain. They get up to the mountain. As he's doing that, he lays Isaac out. The Isaac's like, this is different. <laughs> Takes his knife back. He's like, oh, my God. Now, I just want, I want we look at this story, and we can laugh about it today. But just imagine every parent, if that's you, with your child, look at me, would you obey? And I know you say, yes, I would. You want to know why that's crazy? Because this seems like God wouldn't say to do this because it seems antithetical to how his nature is. But it was never about would you kill Isaac. It was about who do you love more? Do you love what I give you or do you love me more? Oh, my God. Do you love cash, cars, and clothes? Do you love the blessing or do you love the blessor? He's pulling his hand back, and then the Bible says, and then all of a sudden, stop. The angel of the Lord says, don't do it. The Lord has provided. He's, there's a ram in the bush over there. <laughs> you ready? Now, one instruction says do one thing. The other instruction says do the total opposite. <laughs> one instruction says do one thing. The other instruction says do the total opposite. And both of them are from God. Because they required obedience. You ready? You keep saying, God, give me confirmation. For which directive? Who is somebody's pulling on me tonight? Because this is, 
Somebody's pulling something. Watch me. For which directive? Because the first one, the only confirmation is get up the mountain, sacrifice. For the second one, Abraham, if you stop listening to me and you stop obeying me, you will kill what I wanted to preserve. Because my commands were progressive. Okay? You ready? He says, if you obey, I pray that you would obey progressively. I pray that you would obey every step, every directive, every command. I pray that obedience would be our nature in Jesus' name. Say it is so. So here it is. Let's wrap this up. You learning? All right, let's go. There are seven archangels. Archangel, arch, that prefix meaning the first among equals. So you think of the term not like an archbishop. It's a first among equal. There are seven archangels. Look at Revelation. It says, then I saw seven angels who stand in God's presence, and they were given seven trumpets. These seven are the same ones you read about in Job. And the Bible says, and the sons of God were meeting with the Lord. These seven, these archangels are the ones that the scripture is referring to. Seven, the biblical number of completion. They are dispatched, and then they oversee these various armies. They're given instructions. They're given what to do. Now, why are you teaching us all of this, Bishop? Because I need you to know your God is a God of order. Your God is a God of structure. Your God is, say order, order. say structure. I want to introduce you to one archangel tonight, and I'll be able to introduce you to him in five minutes. Say Michael. Michael's name means there is none like God. And Michael is a bad boy. Let me be clear. We do not worship angels. We do not pray to angels. We command angels. Okay? So if you grew up in a liturgical tradition where they had you putting angels and stuff in your little locket on your heart and all that kind of stuff, take all that off. All right? You don't pray to angels. You do not worship angels. You don't have statues of angels in your house that you kneel before. You don't do none of that, okay? Angels are sent to serve us. You ready? Okay, just got to be clear about that. All right, say Michael. Michael. Say it again, say Michael. Michael. There's none like God. I want to introduce you to him from Daniel chapter 10. This is about to get real good real fast. But for 21 days, the spirit prince, now, of the kingdom of Persia. Now, NLT, when it says spirit prince here, it is, it is another terminology um, sometimes you see the word principality. Sometimes you may see the word angel that is used. It's referring to a, uh, an angelic being, a principality that is over a particular area. So pay attention. Every region, every country, every city, every neighborhood, every family, just like God has assigned angels to you. The enemy has assigned opposition to you okay so this is why can i just teach for a second this is why in the book of job satan says where have you been walking to and fro on the earth well how is it that satan is doing all these different things in different places it's very simple the bible says in revelation 12 when he was reassigned to heaven the scripture says him and one third of the angelic hosts of the angel armies were sent to the earth which is hell for them because now they're bound by time. And the Bible says that they have great wrath because they know that their time is short. Which means since you were even sent to the earth in conception, 
they have been assigned to you to take you out. They have been assigned to your bloodline to take y'all out. They saw what worked with your daddy, so they figured the same thing's going to work with you. They saw what worked with your mama. They figured the same thing is going to work with you. You got to hear me. So look, Daniel, in Daniel chapter 10, he prays. And the Bible says the moment he prays that God sends the answer. Say he sends the answer. But look at Michael's, or look at this angel's response. He says, but for 21 days, the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia. What does this mean, Persia? It means something that cuts or divides. It means a nail, a griffin, which is that animal there that you see with the wings. It's a mythological creature or a horseman. He says, the kingdom of Persia blocked me. I need you to listen. Say, say he was blocked. For 21 days. Okay. By what? By something that cuts or divides. Okay. Okay. You'll get it in a minute. Give me in a minute. What is a cut? Pain. What is a cut? Hurt. What is a cut? What, what, what is a cut? Uh, you're bitter. I need to make this very practical because it's not just happening here. It's what out here does to you. Cuts, divides, watch me, a nail. What, what is the purpose of a nail? To secure something, which means there's something that has been secured in you that was never supposed to be a part of you. A griffin, a mythological creature, a monster. Uh-oh, it's referring to the monsters that you have created based off of the pain that you have experienced. And a horseman. A horseman is, uh, is thought of as something that is uh, 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 almost like a gladiator. It's a warrior that's coming at you. Which means I got this thing coming at me, watch me, because of something that has happened to me that has made me create a monster because something's been nailed into me from a painful experience that happened to me. So the reason I'm not hearing God ain't because of God, it's because of this. Okay, that was, that was probably a little too deep for you. So I saved it for Wednesday. You ready? Right, look, he says he blocked my way. Now, this angel that's speaking isn't Michael. It's another angel. We don't know this angel's name. But open up your mouth and say, but I have armies. Look at the next part of the verse. Then Michael, one of the archangels, came to help me. Prophesy to your neighbor, say, help is on the way. We don't even know the name of the angel that was sent to bring the answer. We just know that when the angel got to the region to bring the answer, that there was so much going on in the spirit that was affecting Daniel the man that he couldn't get the answer to the man because of what was happening in the man because of what happened in the spirit. Let me make it more plain. Say make it plain, Bishop. Anything going on out here is designed to affect what's happening in here. Got it? So the issue is not just that there was something going on out here that was creating resistance. It was that what was going on out here did something inside Daniel. You got it? Okay, because here's the deal. Because here's the deal. Um, God is too committed to you to just let the enemy have his way. So look what the scripture says. Then Michael, one of the chief, or one of the archangels, some versions refer to him as the chief prince, 
It says, he came uh, and he helped me. And look at the next part of the verse. And I left him there with your issue. I left him there with your issue. Because I needed to come get you this message. Okay, let me see if I can say it another way. Your 23 is too important for it to be a repeat of 22. So God says, I'm going to send one of the seven, oh my God, that stand around me. You're so important to me, Facebook, YouTube, on the app. I'm sending one of my top seven to come help the angels that have been assigned to you. Because this thing is deep. This thing has been going on for years. But you're about to see a breakthrough. I wish, I wish I had faith in this building. Would you find somebody that looks like they got faith and just touch them and say, breakthrough. Wrong person. Find somebody that looks like they got faith. Touch them, say, breakthrough. Wrong person. Find somebody that looks desperate for a breakthrough. Touch them and say, breakthrough. Look, look, look right here. He says, I left him there because I had to get you this message. I left him there to, I, look at me, look at me, look at me, come here, come here. Pretend like I'm Michael. And pretend like you, you the Prince of Persia, right? And so get, look, Mike, he's like, look, Mike got him. Mike's an archangel. <laughs> Mike got him. No, okay, why is this deep? Why is this so deep? This is so deep. God is so committed to you. He is so committed to your breakthrough and your victory and you winning and you overcoming. The God says, whatever they need, send that. So he says, Mike, go deal with him. Mike's dealing with it. Watch me. Okay, can we go real deep Wednesday? We're already kind of in the deep water. And I don't want to take you too deep because some of y'all can't swim. You ready? Ready? Persia, the region. Question, what's, what's the prince of this city? The settler. Commitment to average. What's the spirit of, what's the principality over Atlanta? Fronting, posing, pretending. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. Okay, you ready? What's the one over your family? Lack, poverty, debt, bad relationships, stupid decisions. He says, send Mike. Mike, like, I, look, don't start up with me. Look. And I'm going to explain to you why Mike is such a big deal. Touch the neighbor and say, 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 Michael's on the way. For you. I don't, I don't even like, if this whole section don't get it together, y'all better, y'all better touch somebody and say, Mike is on the way. Out of nowhere, it's about to be a quick. Out of nowhere, it's about to be a quick. Out of nowhere, it's about to be a quick. Lay your hands on yourself. Say, help is on the way. 
You ready? This is Mike. Handle that. All right. So Mike's like, stop. You're doing the most. Stop. You're doing way too much. Look what the scripture says. He says, but I came, Michael came to help me, and I left him there with the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia. Now, look at me, everybody. Daniel is in a city in Persia. Look at me. You ready to go deep? But the opposition, but the opposition coming against Daniel is from the whole kingdom. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to back it up. Daniel is one man, young, young man in a city in Persia. But that's not what the enemy assigned to him. The enemy assigned the prince of the whole kingdom. You're not getting it. You're not getting it. The enemy saw that there's something on Daniel that's bigger than his city. That's bigger than his zip code. That's bigger than the job they working. That's bigger than the one piece of property they got. Touch your neighbor say there's something bigger on you. That's why you going through what you going through. He didn't assign the city demon to you. He assigned the demon that covers the kingdom to you. You ready? He is one young man in one city. Why in the world wasn't it the, 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 the spirit prince of the city he was in? Because Daniel, you, if you survive chapter 10... You're about to be set over the entire kingdom. So watch me. Your opposition has never been fair. Because it's never been about where you at. You think the devil cares something about what I'm doing in this one city? I'm about to preach to myself. No, man. My opposition has been because God's about to take us well. I preach my own self happy. Fist bump somebody and say your opposition has been big. Because your assignment is that big. You've never just dealt with the regional thing. You've never just dealt with your family thing. You've been dealing with Goliath and here you are at David. That's your neighbor said there's a kingdom anointing on you. We got to go. Oh my God, we got to go. Daniel fighting, Daniel's fighting opposition that is way bigger than the city he's in. And look at me. You have been fighting opposition. Please look at me. You think it's this job. That, that job is the least of what you're going to do. It's just so much stress on my job. If you can't deal with the stress on your job, how in the world are you going to deal when you're the one that's the job creator? If you can't deal with a few co-workers, how are you going to deal when you're the chief executive officer over hundreds of people? You ready? Come on, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go. Look at verse 20. Let's skip to verse 20. He says, soon I must return to fight against the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia. This is interesting. 
Because he's saying he's not going to stop. Because he's been assigned to take you out of here, Daniel. But Jehovah Sabaoth assigned us to take care of. Oh my God. Open up your mouth, please. Say, God got me. God got me. He's not going to stop. He's not. The enemy's not going to stop. You ready? So look what he says. I am going back. I got to leave in a minute. I left Mike with him. Say, Michael's with him. I left Mike with him. We don't even know this angel's name that's talking. We just know his support. Anyway, we're going to You up here squeezing on my muscle. <laughs> you ready? You ready? I work out. Listen, okay. He says, Sooner must return to fight against the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia. And after that, shut your mouth. The spirit prince of the kingdom of Greece will come. So, okay, first thing, first thing, national. Next thing, international. Okay, let me help, let me help, let me help, let me help, let me help. Say help, Bishop. So, so the first thing, the first thing that keeps fighting you is because there's this kingdom thing on you. That's going to be national. Touch your neighbor and say, you're bigger than your zip code. But the second thing is going to come from a whole nother country. You've been sitting in 80207 fighting with stuff from South Africa. You've been sitting in Denver fighting with stuff from places you've never put your foot yet. But the enemy knows what you're about to step into. Only for those of us that know that 2023 is about to be a record-breaking year, stand on your feet and just start taking steps. You're about to step into something major. You're about to step into something huge. You're about to step into something awesome. I'm stepping. I'm stepping. I'm stepping. Say it, y'all. I'm stepping. Point to somebody, you step it. Tell them, say, we step it in favor, in grace, in breakthrough, in jubilee, in jubilee, in jubilee. Just put a shout right there. Jubilee. Say, jubilee. Here we go. Look at what Greece means. Withered. What, what, what does this mean? He says, this next thing you're going to fight, it's, this next thing you're going to fight, withered means, look at, me, look at me, is that you've lost your strength. Look at me. His desire was to wear you out in Persia. Who am, am I talking to him? Am I talking? I know. His desire was to wear you out in Persia. So by the time you get to Greece, 
I don't even want to do it no more. I cancel your cancellation. I cancel your cancellation. I cancel your cancellation. His whole objective is to wear you out over here. And if we wear you out over here, you'll wither. You will not have the strength. You withered. You will not even want to fight. Uh-uh, uh-uh, I just heard God clear here. Uh-uh, uh-uh, I just heard God clear here. For some of you, hear me, tonight is your night in this building and online. Watch me. Your desire to fight has not existed. You have withered. But Lord, if you did it for Daniel. Come on, let's command our angels. Say, we command every angel that's assigned to us to come strengthen us, to come fortify us. We will not wither. We will rise up. My fight's coming back. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on. I need you to push because you don't know who's already in a negative place in their mind, who's already in a bad place. Touch somebody on their shoulder say, push! And I command that the prince of Greece and the prince of Persia and every spirit assigned to your bloodline, assigned to your family, that God send angelic support. Loose the archangels to support. Somebody say, help is on the way. Daniel, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were all friends. Everybody stand. We're done. Everybody stand. They were all friends. They were young men that had all of this spiritual opposition. If you're honest, how many of you, be, you got, I've been, I've been all my life. <laughs> and when people tell you their little stories, you're like, that's all you've been through? I went through that yesterday. I, <laughs> you hear some people's stories, you're like, that's it? You stressed from that? Man, that was my Monday. <laughs> I just said, you see what I'm saying? No, what's me? What's me? Look at me. Verse 21. No one helps me against these spirit princes except Michael. Read the last part of the verse. Your spirit prince. I pray that God make you aware of the support you have in the supernatural that is stronger than the support that you will ever see in the natural. Say, angels are assigned to me by Jehovah Sabaoth. Now, let me tell you why I wanted to introduce you to Michael. Sunday, I'll introduce you to Gabriel. Um, Michael ain't no punk. Michael is heaven's thug. <laughs> look, at, look at me. You need a thug in your life. <laughs> I 
Now, let me be clear, because some of y'all like, confirmation? No, boo. No. No. No, it is not. It is not. It is no. Not. 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 I see some of y'all now texting. The man of God just said. That is not. No. No. <laughs> I got the Holy Ghost. Don't make me bring you up here and tell you no to your face. <laughs> I'm just messing. No. When, you, when I say thug, I mean Michael is an aggressive archangel. When, when one of the angels said, I don't like these new sons you've made called Adam. I don't like them. You, you, we're, we were your sons. And now we're servants and they're sons? What is this? I'm going to show you, God, that you never should have put your faith in them. I don't like this new Adam you've created. Ish and Isha, Hebrew. I don't like them. When he had the audacity to tell God what he was going to do, something happened in heaven. Say, help us on the way. I prophesy that Thursday for you and us will be a turning of a page. Because you're about to activate heaven's thug. <laughs> Who's about to shut down what you have been praying about. About to open up what you've been praying for. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Revelation 12, 7. And there was war in heaven. Michael. And his angels fought against the dragon. And his angels. Say Michael's a thug. When I say thug, I just mean fighter. This is not your confirmation to marry no thug. <laughs> you ready? Lord Jesus. <laughs> Verse 8. And the dragon. And the dragon. And the dragon. Who does God sin when he wants you to win? I need you to touch somebody on the shoulder. Say, help us on the way. He said, and the dragon lost the battle. We got to go. I'm way over time. And the dragon lost the battle. And he and his angels. Look at this next part. Now, you, you, you ready for this next part? We're forced out. Uh-uh. It wasn't no polite, come on, come on, come on, fella. Come on, bud. Come on. No, no, come on. Come back. Michael was like, bruh, I told you. <laughs> Don't be coming up in here in these meetings with all this yah, yah, yah. 
And since you want to go yah, 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 I'm about to go yah, 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 yah. You ready? Uh-uh, some of you are about to see something. There's been stuff you've been fighting with that I prophesied Michael's about to force out. There's stuff you've been struggling with that I prophesied the angels of, harmony, of heaven are about to force it out. That addiction is about to be forced out. That lack is about to be forced out. Depression is about to be forced. Anxiety is about to be forced out. Lift your hands and worship Jehovah Sabaoth. Hallelujah. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. Jehovah Saboeth. <laughs> he's, he's fighting for. Look at me. So if don't nobody else fight for you. You got you got stuff going on in the background. And Michael's like, I wish they would. Look at somebody, say, don't clap back. Say, don't get even. Say, you'll get a report before the end of the year that God got them. That God got them. That God. You wanted to ya, ya, ya? Michael's about to ya, 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 ya. I'm telling you, this is your Bible. Tonight, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. I feel like after church, church moment. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you're at. On the count of three, in the building, slip your hand out online. Do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. If you're not sure, tonight's your night to be sure. God is not mad at you. He's not angry. He is so committed to us. Say he's committed to us. He's got a whole elaborate system set up for you. And they've been standing by waiting on you. Waiting on you. Waiting on you. Waiting on you. Every angel that's assigned to your life. He says, Michael, your spirit prince. Your, I assign him to you. Say, I'm covered. I'm protected. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself, Lord, or be sure wherever you are in this building or online. On three, slip your hand up in the building online. Do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. One, two, three. If that's you, hands up in this building. Online, do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Everybody, quickly pray this for me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth, I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian. From this day forward, in Jesus' name, amen. Did you get some out of this word tonight? If you don't remember nothing else, just remember everything that yah, 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 you, Michael Nambata, yah, 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 yah. God, lift, can you just lift them for just a second? 
to the person that felt stupid because you didn't respond the way they wanted you to respond. God says he pulled you back so he could send Michael forward. God says you're going to learn how to let him fight. Come on, we got to go. We got to go. There's a portal that is open. Let's move. Um, let's move. If you, if you just pray that prayer to become a Christian, to be, uh, recommit yourself to the Lord, text the word HARVEST to 55498. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word DECISION to 877-552-4746 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.